0: Hey everyone, I'm Halise Beast, a digital storyteller and video producer.
1: And I'm Mr. Halis. I'm a registered nurse and I have a caffeine problem.
0: Yeah. Alright, so <laughs> this is the Beast Cast, your favorite aunt Uncle talking about married life and things like such ass. Roll the music. <laughs> All right, so the topic today is actually from um, a YouTube comment. For those of y'all listening, these podcasts are on YouTube as well. Um, and from it, Naturally
1: Niche.
0: You just, you wanted to say the name, yeah? I did. Okay, this is from Naturally Niche. Uh, she left a comment essentially asking how do we keep the magic going? Um, can y'all talk about how you two make time for one another with all of the chaotic good you're doing? Um, I feel like some couples focus on everything else, but keeping the romance poppin' and alive.
1: Ugh. Yeah. I'm gonna get dragged on this one, too, so. Why are you gonna
0: get dragged? I don't know,
1: I just feel like I'm gonna get dragged, but.
0: Well, so that's that's a great place to start, which is that, in the heterosexual sense, it's very one-sided on who's supposed to keep the magic going, I think, in some regards, actually. Is it? Yeah, because, like, Valentine's Day the anniversaries, you know, all of that kind of stuff. It's kind of um, expected for the men to wine and dine their lady, you know? Hmm. Like, you're the one who has to figure out something romantic for us to do, and this, that, and the third. um, You're the one that's gotta drop all this money for an engagement ring, you know? (laughs) like All of these things and i don't really agree with a lot of them and then but on the on the woman's side i know at least for me personally i have felt like oh i don't dress femininely enough you know you know some cute underwear or something you know that sort of thing
1: underwear that doesn't have intentional holes in them
0: yeah i don't know you know that sort of stuff so you're trying to Balance all those things and whatnot, and there's all these like outside forces acting on it. Uh, At the end of the day, it's just like, don't you know I love you though? You know, like, can't that just be enough that you know that I care and that I got your back? Or I gotta do all
1: this extra. (laughs) Man, I'm trying, I know there was another comment, and I'm present. I am present. I'm just trying to find the other comment. Man, because someone else asked if whether or not, like, we feel like we're living up to the, oh, man, it, it was like, are you living up to the romantic notion?
0: Oh, yeah. I forget who that is. I don't know where that comment was, but I remember seeing that it's one, recent. too.
1: But she's like, you know, is what is your life? Do you feel like your life is like a romantic comedy or like sexy? Yeah,
0: is our, she, she asked us like, she or he, they asked no, us. No, it, it was she, but okay. I can't
1: remember her name.
0: They had asked us essentially, like, define what your relationship is based on these, like, different categories. And one was romantic comedy. One was, like, married with children or something like that.
1: I mean, if Our Life is a movie, it's it's a boring movie. It's one of those, like, experimental artsy ones. It's a no- French film. Nothing happens for, like, 15 minutes. Yeah, no,
0: it's totally a French film.
1: Someone's just making breakfast. Yeah. The person is, like, passive-aggressively not talking to them. Yeah. <laughs> their backs to each other waiting for the other one to like break the the silence, you know. Okay.
0: I'm going to go there. Okay. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> um I think I think that when you're in a pretty stable relationship on the exterior, it should seem boring because it is. Um and it's not that
1: well the day to day can't have the same like 100%.
0: Yeah. Well, there's a reason, that's what I mean though. There's a reason why when you watch TV shows, right, and you're seeing the relationships of couples play out in those TV shows, even if they're already married in the show, there's still a lot of drama in the each episode, you know, where some aspect of the couple is being called into question or they have flaws that just don't seem to change or, you um, you know, that are just inherent to the character that they cannot change. And it's like, whether you decide to make light of that or not, um, that's not real life. There's a reason why those relationships never seem that stable as they're represented online, because that's boring. They inject that drama of the relationship, right, into the TV show because a stable relationship is boring inherently. So, I think our relationship can't be a TV show because it would not, it would have a bad rating. It would be us having, it would be like at the beginning of the episode there is a minor conflict and then it is discussed and resolved. (laughs) Whereas that's not how TV shows work, you know?
1: I mean it takes a while sometimes.
0: Sometimes it takes a while, yeah, for sure.
1: I mean I think it's going to be natural for things to change throughout the course of a relationship, right?
0: Yeah.
1: <laughs> you're gonna have the, the dating phase, you're gonna have the newlywed phase, and then you're gonna have the rest of the marriage, or like the rest of the relationship. Mm-hmm. And so, I mean, I, I, I feel like, I feel like we have to talk about like the previous thing that we were okay. discussing. Like I, I feel like that's a thing because okay, if you hearken back, there's like, well, you were acting differently in dating Than you are now. And it's like, right, that's almost like it was six lifetimes ago. Because each year it's a it's just a slightly different version of you in the relationship. Mm -hmm. Right. Mm -hmm. So if you're comparing myself as I am now to the iteration to like six iterations ago, yeah. That's not a fair comparison. Um and then it's gonna be it's gonna be hard when again we keep talking about two people coming together in a relationship and you're both doing your own thing uh professionally and then personally you know you have your own interests so you're doing that too um so taking time to foster this thing that you share together it's going to be hard it's going to be neglected sometimes um it's like my bonsai tree i'm not going to make a bird reference because just ain't doing that today okay um next episode (laughs) <laughs> but it's like my bonsai tree, you know, like sometimes you forget to water it and it's like, oh, it starts to wither and uh, look kind of bad. And then you're like, oh, no, it needs sunlight and water. Mm-hmm. And sometimes you only give it water or sometimes you only give it sunlight. And then it's kind of like barely maintaining. <laughs> but like day in, day out, I think we've both come together and fostered something and like give enough attention to it where it, where it works. yeah. And then we split responsibilities. Like some of the things that we do, they're not super romantic. I mean, I make dinner, and that's not super romantic. No. But it's part of the relationship, you know. Like it physically sustains us. But you don't automatically think, oh, he's making dinner. That's like such a sweet sentiment. It's just it's a given because someone needs to make dinner, otherwise. Or don't. it's not happening. Right. Yeah. Um, it's the same thing with doing chores. It's the same thing with like day in to day out. It is not sexy. No. Marriage is not sexy because it's like, you gotta do the dishes. There's crusty things on the dishes. Yeah. Dog needs to go poop. Gotta pick up the poop.
0: Yeah. Both of you are pooping. Right. As well.
1: You smell each other's poop. Yeah. That ain't sexy. It's not sexy. That's not how it is.
0: Yeah. It's not sexy. But you have moments. You have moments of, wow, look how far we've come. This is great. (laughs) Yeah, I mean,
1: (laughs) I would still say that the biggest thing is communication. Um, Yeah. And just trying to remember that romantically, if we feel like we are not being satiated or we feel like there's a deficit, that we verbalize that. Mm -hmm. Um, And that way we can try to do something about it. Because when we stop trying to do something about it, that's when the romance or the relationship as a whole suffers.
0: Yeah. And I know for me, it's hard to work through that. Because for me, I kind of just want to give up a little bit. Because you get tired. That's a big thing, too. Especially if it's something to where you're trying, like, it's something that's going to be ongoing, right? I think what a lot of people forget about with marriage is all the things that you're noticing about a partner when you're dating, right? The good and the bad are either going to be, are more than likely going to be amped up once you're living together. So, you know, the things that I brought to the table that I needed to work on myself, they were still there when we were dating, but he wasn't seeing them all the time, living with them every day, right? To a certain degree when you're dating somebody, um, because of the pure nature of dating, it is sort of a um, escape. You kind of use your partner as an escape a little bit. And they provide like, yeah, an escape from the current life that you have. And then you get married and the partner becomes your life. There is no, you're not using them as an escape anymore. So it's like, you're not having sex everywhere and like all these kinds of things. Because you need to get things done. You know, like things need to get.
1: On <laughs> the snow globe.
0: <laughs> things need to get done, right? So it's like there's a time and place that those things happen and then those things retire, right? Because that's not how you move forward in a life together. There has to be some balance, right? But it's hard then because you have to reconcile with I guess sort of the death of that life Mm. Um, because it is fun and freeing and like, you know, it's just exciting and fun to be around but it's not sustainable at all. So you have to acknowledge the death of that and then move on to what is next. And I'm sure the same thing can be said for, like, couples that are further along than us that have children now, right? So they had their life together. They had their fun, newlywed, look at us having sex everywhere. If they did. If they had that right. Some couples don't. You know, they had that life. Then they maybe had their, oh, okay, we've found what our normal is together in the space that we have, and then. I'm like
1: this is really nice, and then blam, baby.
0: Yeah, and then the baby pops up and it's like, oh, we have to now readjust again to what our new normal is as a couple in a relationship. So, all of that stuff takes time, and is, it takes work. Oh, wait, beep, 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 beep. beep, beep. Hey
1: everybody, um, I'm gonna go ahead and take this time to rebrand this section for love and support. So oh, okay. we do want to recognize a new patron or Patreon supporter.
0: Yeah, Erica. Erica.
1: <laughs> oh, we could have synced that a little better, but it's fine. It's good. Thanks, good Erica. Go.
0: Thank you for supporting us on Patreon.
1: Yeah, and if you feel like you want to support us as well, you can go to patreoncom slash police Yeah, you got it.
0: Um,
1: and you can feel free to make it's. I think it's per video still, right? Yeah. Um, But you can make a monthly limit, so if you want to make, you know, a contribution of a dollar per video, and there's four per month, Mm
0: -hmm. is there four per month? There's four per month. I only charge for four,
1: yeah. Ah, so she's only charging for four, so if you want to do a dollar per video, then that's four dollars a month. If you want to limit yourself and say, I only want to spend a dollar a video, but I want to spend two dollars a month, then you'll only spend two dollars that month.
0: Yeah, you can set a monthly max for yourself.
1: I uh, over explained that, but <laughs> you're welcome. Um, another way that you wanna, su- if you wanna support us, um, if you don't feel like becoming a Patreon, then you can just let the ads play if you're watching this on YouTube. Yeah, It helps us a lot in these trying um, partisan times. Some of the video, or some of the uh, advertisements are a little bit uh, extra.
0: They're a bit much.
1: A bit much. From if you- time to time. Uh, ooh, I saw somebody comment, though, that if you mute the commercials or the ads, uh, and you just let them roll. Then you're not bothered by it.
0: That's that's smart. Thank that's you. Whoever said that, um, thanks. But yeah, don't. Pro tip.
1: <laughs> let the ads play. It helps us. We really appreciate it. Um, the so other smart. thing that you can do is like, comment, or subscribe. Again, if you're on YouTube, um, if you're coming to us from Anchor or wherever you're getting your podcast from. Uh, you can rate us. We really appreciate that. We were recently rated on it was an Apple Podcast?
0: Yeah, we got five stars. Woo! We're at five stars on Apple Podcasts. Yeah, it's there's so a couple cool. people that
1: rated us. So yeah. we really appreciate it. It means a lot to us yes. to know that y'all appreciate what we're doing. Thank you. Um, also if you want to comment and leave um, you know, a topic for another podcast, it really helps us out because yeah. we were here for thirty minutes yeah. to think of stuff. <laughs> um, yeah. But difficult. you can also leave us a voicemail on the Anchor app um, I am supposed to be running the Beastcast Instagram I am not that good about it y'all I'm sorry um, <laughs> but if you want to send us a little like voicemail or send us a message on that we'll try to get to that as well and we appreciate it we appreciate the love and we appreciate the feedback Yeah. Um, other than that you know we just appreciate y'all listening and, and watching
0: yeah thanks so much thanks for stopping by Oh, back to the podcast. Back to the podcast.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Your comment on, oh, you know, the things that, the little intricacies or quirks in the relationship or within each other. You, you, like in dating, it's not that big of a deal. It's like, oh, well, he, he's a little mucousy. You know, I am mucousy. Like, I have to clear my throat a lot. I have allergies and asthma. Mm-hmm. So, you gotta like clear stuff and
0: <clears throat>
1: <clears throat> all that stuff. Oh. Um, and then when I'm doing that in dating, like, oh, you you know, he just clears his throat or whatever. And then seven years in, it's like the telltale heart. It's like, Like, oh my God, (laughs) shut up. (laughs) Um, but unless your partner has, like, unless your partner is that outgoing, like that spontaneous and that like explosive where they're like, everything is gotta be big and you know, Mm -hmm. like I made made lobster again. Or like I made like super cool stuff. Or I went out and I got a rose for you. I just found a single rose. (laughs) And I laid it upon your forehead while you were sleeping. And then while you woke up, like the dew gently kissed each eyelid. (laughs) Wow. Um, And it's like you do that every single day where it's like I found a new flower for you.
0: Even then, that's gonna get old though. That's the thing, like that's, to be in a relationship is to have complacency to some degree. That is inevitable, I think. Um, And to a certain degree, I think that's a good thing. You know, if you're in a stable relationship, there should be some complacency. Stability. Yeah, because you should not have to think about, to a certain degree, the relationship sustaining itself. Like there should be a baser level of trust that's just kind of built in, you know? Mm. Um, Every, you know, I know that when we go into every discussion or every argument that we're particularly having, you know, I think I said this to you, actually, I think I had to remind you of this a couple months ago, like, just assume that I'm not leaving you, and that's the basis of having the conversation. I'm not leaving you. I just Mm. want to talk
1: about this, you know? What a great segue. Pause. Okay. (laughs) Or don't pause, I mean, but...
0: Oh God, ooh, you uh, brought out a letter? Lord, uh... okay. What is that? Huh? Where did you... Can you, well, can you give context? When was this letter written? What is uh, it in regards to? Hang on, I need to like,
1: actually fix my glass.
0: Okay, <laughs> so those of y'all listening, Mr. Hallease left and went and grabbed a letter that I wrote for him. No date. There's no date, but I recall writing it, and it was, um, we were living in Austin. This is like
1: 2014. This actually isn't even the one that I wanted to pull, I don't oh, think. Oh, never mind. Go. So
0: apparently this is a letter, this is a card I gave him on Valentine's Day. Many, These are both from Valentine's Day. Many years ago.
1: Um, so one just says, sorry, I couldn't be. I couldn't buy you something more romantic. I was hoping to get paid, again, like, this is the extent that I was hoping to get paid before today, but alas, I did not. <laughs> this gift doesn't mean I don't know what to get you when I just figured I'd go practical. Anyway, <laughs> um, I know you have been worrying about my happiness, and you shouldn't be. Being with you makes me happy, always. I promised you on both of our weddings because we technically had two. Yeah. um, That I'm not going to leave you. And I won't. Never doubt the love that I feel for you. It is so much more than I show. You make everything better, make everything new. One of my sole responsibilities now as your wife is to um, ensure your happiness. And I take that job seriously. So stand stand secure in the love we share. It will last for more than a lifetime. Your love, Alise.
0: Yay.
1: I was just trying to get something that said like, yeah, we're not going to leave each other.
0: You don't have to worry every time we're having an argument if the other person is leaving you or not, you know? Right. That should be something that has to be fit, like literally said of if you cannot fix this, then I am leaving you, you know? Um, and that's think like, I would say the romance is actually in that trust, you know, not necessarily... Oh my gosh, he filled the house with flowers. That's a waste of money and
1: resources. So many so many living organisms died. Yeah. For that.
0: You know, and even, you know, even when we were getting engaged and the whole ring thing with you, and I was just like this isn't I don't care. You know, I mean, I can get into I can get into that frame of mind, you know, as a woman with, you know, jewelry or whatever. I can get into that frame of mind eventually, but it takes some time.
1: To give some context, I mean, as you could tell from the letter, we did not have a ton of money. Yeah. (laughs) At the beginning of the relationship. And then when I was going to propose to her, I got her, I think it was like a $600 ring. Damn it. I got her a $600 ring, it was uh, white gold with two small diamonds on either side of a black pearl. Yeah. Um, it was nice and classy, but it wasn't gonna be durable because one, the pearl gets scratched easily, and then also you can't set the pearl in with any sort of clasp. Yeah. Um, because it's too delicate, so you have to glue it in. But the glue that they use is, is water-soluble. Yeah. So every time you wash your hands.
0: You're slowly eating away at the glue. and.
1: Right, and she's always kind of been rough with her stuff.
0: Always. So it's like, you know, there's, yeah, it's just kind of not realistic. So I think it was 2014, 2015-ish time that he finally just got me a gold ring. But even the gold ring you got me is not like the purest gold you can get. Because that's too soft. Because that gold is too soft. And I actually use my ring, my gold ring, to tighten cameras onto tripods
1: a lot. And then the first wedding band, the first wedding gold wedding band that we got you was too wide. Like I got one that was a little too wide. Yeah, And was, you didn't like it.
0: Yeah, well, it was kind of more, um, I think it was more like a size you would see on a man's hand, not really on a woman's hand. Yeah, I think it's more because it's gold against like the skin and it just looks good and the melanins, and whatnot. Dudes don't miss it. I could say that for mm-hmm. sure. Okay. I'll be walking and the dude's kind of giving me the eye and I'm walking and he kind of, I see him look and he's like, oh, and then, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what I mean? So it's like, it's being seen, <laughs> which is the whole point of having the ring anyway, right? To be branded, right?
1: To ward off <laughs> potential vultures.
0: Right. So, I mean, I don't know. From a practical level, romance. How do you keep it going? Um, I don't know.
1: I mean, you just have to make a conscious effort about it because if you just take, naturally people will take things for granted. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the spontaneity, the relationship will, will suffer. I mean, cause it's gonna, it's going to stagnate because you're, you're just gonna wanna go day in and day out and just do the same normal routine. Wake up in the morning, go to work, come back. Somebody needs to cook, somebody needs to clean we rest for a little bit and then, or unwind and then we go to bed, right? So if that's a routine day in, day out, then who's focusing on whom, you know? Mm-hmm. Where is where is the sexiness? Where's the the romance? Where's the the focus on the other person? Um, you need to be, you need to snap out of it at times. You need to have it, you know, shaken within you that, oh, someone doesn't feel like and this, this has been a thing that we talked about recently. Like mm-hmm. someone feels like they're not being, or that they're being taken for granted, that they're not being appreciated. Yeah. Um, and whatever that, that involves. Um, and so you, then you need to say, oh, okay, well, one of us needs to change. Clearly you feel a certain type of way. So it's not all about you and changing the things that are bothering you. It's about the other person not realizing what the problem was. And then making taking steps to fix it. Yeah. So it's, it's some it's gotta be on some like level in your consciousness. Yeah. Cause if you ignore it, it's going to it's going to atrophy.
0: Well, I think it's also this idea of just marriage long term. I know a lot of y'all comment asking, Oh, you know, don't y'all get bored together being together for so long. And I think
1: I'm sure there's an aspect of that. Like,
0: like yeah, I mean, I guess I think it's more, I think it's more a marathon than it is a sprint. One, and then also it's, you've ch- and I think we've mentioned this before in the whole soulmates episodes. Like you've changed, you're not the same person.
1: See, but you if you said the same thing in a different tone, it's like you've changed. Oh, sorry. Then, <laughs> no, I'm just <laughs> that's just funny. Was <laughs> well,
0: it's, but it's we're not the same people we were seven years ago, or even a year ago, to be honest. And so, yeah, it's that idea of loving someone at each stage of their development and figuring out what that looks like. And so, sure, to a certain degree, people don't change, right? And so there is like a level of complacency and um, I guess normalization that you find in the relationship, but over time, each of you are having to adjust to a new iteration of the other. And, you know, I think divorce happens again when you hit a certain level of like, well, I've adjusted as much as I possibly can. And this is me at my best self. And I can't love you at the self you're at right now, you know?
1: Or I've made all the compromises that I can. Right. Or it's, um, I've made all the compromises that I, I feel like I can. Yeah. I'm at my breaking point. And then the other person feels the same way and then you're both unwilling to cross, how fitting in these like political times, you're both unwilling to cross the aisle yeah. and make concessions anymore. Um, either because you feel too hurt or you just feel like what's the point if the other person's not gonna reciprocate? Yeah. And then it breaks. There's bending, 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 break. Yeah. Um, I also love the analogy of a marathon because-
0: Yeah, you refuel at different parts of a marathon. And the refueling is those moments of romance that you try to jolt back into the relationship.
1: Well, because dating is the training, right? Like mm. you date other people and it's like, well, this, this, this one was a little too slow, this one was a little too fast, and I'm not talking sexual, you filthy animals. Um, <laughs> I'm talking about, you know, it's like, well, you know, this one went well, but it wasn't perfect. This one went well, but it wasn't perfect. But on race day, totally gonna get everything down, right?
0: Ah, okay. Um,
1: and so, like, you work at it, and a marathon is, I mean, it's 26.2 miles, right? Yeah. So I've never run one, but I've wanted to.
0: We've run we, half marathons, both of us have.
1: You can prepare as, as much as you want, but mm. race day is going to be race day. You're going to tweak something. Maybe you need a poo. It's a little poo talk <laughs> in this episode. But
0: Again, we have digestive conversations. Anyway. I have
1: sensitive uh, tummy issues, okay? Um, <laughs> it just
0: ends up coming up.
1: Yeah. <laughs> but well so like inevitably something will come up during the race and you either cope with it or you drop out. Yeah. Um and then you prepare for the for the next one. But Yeah. Yeah, even if the race is going even if the race is going ideally for you. So like you're hitting your your pace, you're feeling good. Um it's still going to be a slog. It's a long time to run 26.2 miles unless you're like a super athlete. Yeah. Um you also, again, have to refuel. So you yeah. can't just run it alone. You need assistance. Yeah. And then you're you're going to run. There is an end. Like, there is a finish line. I mean, to bring it back a little more, but it's, you know, death or the end of the relationship. Like, there is a finish line, but yeah, it seemingly feels like you'll never get there.
0: Hmm.
1: Hopefully, if it's, like, a good race for you or a good uh, relationship. But all in all, you just, like you have to take everything into account and then maybe you'll you'll reach their, reach the end with the other person
0: yeah i mean yeah. it's like in the most ideal sense you know you know you've had a good marriage when one of the one of you dies you know like that's the end of it right so that's cuz
1: i mean in the fifth i mean yeah the baby boomer generation you would just make it work right?
0: Oh, right, yeah. Okay, well, I'm also discussing it in terms of, like, not just making it work, but actually having a love-filled marriage for most of it, ideally. (laughs) Mm. (laughs) And you both learning how to compromise with each other, learning to love each other in each iteration of yourselves, right? Until finally one of you passes away. And it's like, all right, I did that. And there's no, I think the thing too is like, there's no pat on the back. That's another reason why I'm always kind of like, I mean, we've been together for a minute, you know? I'm kind of always hesitant to even say how many years it's been, because what's the point? Like you're not gonna get a gold star for being married for 10 years, being married Mm. for 20 years or anything like that. And it also shouldn't lessen the people that have been married for 15, 20 years, and then, you know, things happen and they're not with that person anymore. Um, because then you feel like you failed, and it's like, I mean, did you? You know, was that relationship supposed to last as long as it did? Maybe it wasn't, you know? Um, or you gained what you were supposed to gain from that encounter, and now you moved on, you know? I don't know. There's no, I think if you're looking to be, I think if you're looking to get married to be served or to be, I don't know. To be taken care of, I guess I, I would question doing that as long as it's mutual on both ends because they're being married. I don't I think it's kind of thankless long term.
1: It is, yeah. This
0: and I'm assuming it's the same thing with having kids, you know, just like nursing. Yeah,
1: like or parenting.
0: Yeah, like having kids. It's like it's a thankless thing. You do it for the love of it and um, for the love of the person and the investment in the person, but no one's gonna come up to you and be like. Good job. You stayed in that marriage. You know, at the end of the day you gotta deal with yourself. Are you proud of yourself for being in that relationship as long as you were? And for me, I'm always proud of the relationship I'm in with you. No. Yay. Full circle.
1: Yeah. I mean I feel like if you're looking for like Prince Charming, where he's always going to try to serve you, I'm not talking about like gender relations or expectations or anything, but um, like, if you're always looking for your spouse or significant other to go that extra mile all the time and then not have anything, like, reciprocated for them,
0: mm-hmm.
1: I mean, that's not realistic. Not at all. Um, but it's the same thing where if you enter into a relationship and you feel like your significant other expects things to be catered to them, and then, like, it's one-sided, yeah, then something needs to change or otherwise it's going to break.
0: Yeah. I mean, I know for us, so it's like, what do do we tangibly do, right, to be romantic from time to time? And I think the big thing for us is just experiences. We go out to eat pretty regularly, and then we try to take a trip a year, like Mm -hmm. a vacation trip a year. And those are like the two big things I think we do pretty regularly. Even if the trip is just to a certain degree staycation, like we're just not in the space that we live in. Right. A change of environment can really do a lot, I think, for a relationship in regards to just rejuvenating and just experiencing something new with your partner. Mm-hmm. Um, so there's that. But like Valentine's Day, we not, no. I mean, we used to buy each other things for Valentine's Day, but
1: it was always very minimal. Because it's just like, eh. Well, okay, so like the last time that I bought you flowers on Valentine's Day, I did it because... Like I kind of did it half-assed, like I ordered the flowers, but then like I set them up and it was kind of like a half, uh, I don't. I still don't know if we're cursing on this channel, but it was like a half-butt um, <laughs> set up. And then I said, you know, ta-da, and the box was still there and everything. And you were like, I mean, yeah, they're flowers, but um, I was like, I don't know. And I felt a certain type of, I was like, dang, I just spent money on these stupid flowers. Mm-hmm but
0: your intention was not pure and that was what had bothered me about that
1: but i, I don't even it was my intention was not pure but i was going through the motions yeah. yeah um instead of doing it because of doing it
0: yeah like um i think there's just a level of all y'all, all y'all on this channel, like mention a lot. Oh, Halise, you're so authentic. Whatever, you know, all that kind of stuff. And it's true. It's like in all aspects of my life, I'm that way. Yeah.
1: Sometimes it's brutal honesty. Yeah.
0: So if it does not feel authentic, or it feels like you're doing something for me because you should, I do not. I feel it, and I don't want to be around it, mm-hmm. like in the slightest. So. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> So, yeah, I could have just taken them for what they were. I was like, "Oh, look, he got you flowers. Isn't that great?" And it's like, he did it cuz he felt like he should.
1: I don't want guilt flowers. Mm.
0: Take but I did and flowers anyway. I wanted
1: to just get you the flowers. I just didn't like I just didn't make it romantic enough. Like I just didn't I I was going through the motions. So, ultimately, I wanted to get you flowers, but it was sloppy in the way that I got there. And yeah. it made it seem like and it kind of was. I think that's what it was, is that it was kind of um, uh, like it wasn't my primary thought. I was just like, oh, Valentine's Day's coming up, but I could have ordered the flowers before and I didn't do it, so now I'm trying to do it in enough time, try not to spend too much money on it. And it's like, yeah. there were too many things that I was trying to take into consideration as opposed to just buying you flowers.
0: Yeah, but I think my immediate, I think my thing was then just don't buy them. Like if it's not on the top of your mind, then just don't do it. And it's not going to like, I think, I know, I know stereotypically other people will say that and they, you know, they say that, but they don't actually mean that. Or it's like, but no, I really do mean that. (laughs) Like, if it's not, like, don't give grudgingly or of necessity, right? So, if it's like, if you feel some kind of grudge or some kind of, yeah, burden to doing something for me, don't. I'm good. I don't need that in my life at all. Mm hmm So... Yeah, and it's like with these letters and stuff that I would write to you, yeah, a lot of them were always based on I didn't have anything to give you, but I did want you to know my intentions, so I would just write a letter, and I would think about it and think about everything I was saying and hope that that was enough. It's hard. Yeah, I mean, at the end of the day, it's hard. Well, because, I mean,
1: Mm. I'm all about analogies, but (laughs) I mean, if... It's like, oh, this fire needs to burn super hot. It's like, cool. But if it burns that hot all the time, you're either going to run out of fuel or you're going to like burn something. Yeah. So it just can't be 100% all the time because even 100% oxygen will kill you.
0: Do you ever, I'd feel like, so I know on my end personally, I do feel like I have to have a certain like a certain feminine energy, if you will to keep romance alive, right? And I find myself often in like, uh, what is it, tension with myself on that. Is mm-hmm. there anything you ever feel tension with yourself as a man of what you're supposed to be doing romantically in the relationship?
1: Yeah. I mean, I, I don't, I mean, it's like, being, it's, it's being romantic, it's, you know, thinking of your spouse, it's providing for the spouse mm. in all facets, emotional, sexual, material. Oh. And that's why the shambles affected me so much. Cause it's like, Oh, okay. I can't really provide a safe space for my family, for my wife. I have to be dependent on other things. Mm. And and that was a struggle. But then we also had, again, the privilege. So that was something that I struggled with. Yeah.
0: Okay dang perspective
1: how you make time for for one another and you just do it consciously that's
0: yeah that's really the only answer to that
1: yeah and some of it doesn't have to be big right when you're you're making time for the other person so when i make dinner i'm making time for you or like i'm taking time out of my whatever i wanted to do for the day i'm taking time out Mm -hmm. to provide dinner for us slash you
0: yeah
1: it's the same thing with laundry i mean it's The romantic motion, the romantic gesture becomes less grandiose, but nonetheless meaningful, or not any less meaningful. Yeah. That's a good way to put that. Yeah. Oh, he swept the floor. Oh. (laughs) Because he knew it was bothering me, or like he cleaned the tub, which I don't do as often, but if I did, (laughs) wow, he cleaned the tub.
0: Yeah, no, it it becomes, I think it definitely becomes those little things of just, yeah, you thinking of something for your spouse that they just aren't thinking about. Or I know, I've noticed now, sometimes you, when we're about to leave somewhere, you'll find my keys and my phone for me already. And then we're walking out the door and I'm like, oh, where are my keys? And you just hand them to me. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, oh, thanks. That's (laughs) if I can find them too, because Lord, (laughs) sometimes those things
1: are lost forever. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's true. But yeah, so you think about.
0: Or like when I just, you'll, I, the big thing that I would notice that you would forget over the years is to wash your scrubs. And so I started, that's one of the things that I just do now, is I just wash your scrubs for you when I see them in the laundry. And then it never fails. You're like, oh no, I didn't wash my scrubs. I need them tomorrow. And I'm like, they're in the dryer.
1: And you're like, uh, yay. yay. Thank
0: you. <laughs> you know, it's those little things. You're just, it's the buddy system. Help out your buddy. You know?
1: Yeah, I mean I guess when you're dating or when the relationship is new, every gesture is like a diamond, right? Yeah. But calling or harking back to your engagement ring Mm -hmm. in the marriage it's like a pearl. So What started it, like the thing that started it initially is going to be like something small and seemingly insignificant, which is the grain of sand that ends up in the oyster, right? Mm -hmm. And then the oyster eventually starts adding more and more um, to the little particle of sand to make it into a pearl. So each thing that you do, seemingly meaningless and seemingly insignificant, adds up into this greater thing. Yeah. Which is the marriage over time.
0: Aww. You brought the pearl analogy back and made it positive this time. You don't remember what you, in a previous, and I think it was the first episode, when we were talking about finances, you used the pearl metaphor. Damn. But it was a pearl of shame. And now it's a pearl of love. So yeah, I mean, I think that's it. The short answer is we do not we, we do do not We do won't. We do won't keep the romance going. We do won't. It's, it's
1: just, it's different. It's
0: camouflaged. Camouflaged? In what, like, oh, to be just more subtle. Yeah. It's the subtle cues. Oh, thank you for reading
1: that, because I didn't know where I was going there.
0: <laughs> yeah, other,
1: other people are like, oh, there's no romance here, but it's just like, no, your your understanding of it is just different. Yeah. It's still there.
0: So anyway, in the comments below, let us know what y'all think, you know? Or if you're listening, send us a voicemail. How do you keep the romance, quote unquote, alive and well in your relationships what are the little gestures that you do to let your spouse know that hey i'm not just your roommate i'm here making sure you're good in my own little way anyway and we'll see you next week Bye. bye